Before we start today's episode, I want to give a few words to one of our sponsors, which is Stutterbox Productions. If you're looking for a solid team of people to get you started with your next gig or event, this is the company contact. They're actually bringing back Field Trip in September 16th and 17th, and they have plenty more shows lined up. Uh, if you guys have not been to Field Trip, that is a blast. Legendary. Um, one of the top shows to go to in Iowa. Um, so what are you waiting for? Head over to Stutterbox Productions' Facebook page for all of your needs today. Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. If you want to plan your next video or project, Gorilla Graphics Design Agency can provide you with a clean and fresh looking product. Uh, having personally collaborated with this company several times myself, I can say from experience they know their shit, and working with them has been worth every penny. Head over to GorillaGraphics.com for all of your design needs today. That's G U E R R I L L A G R F X.com. Hello, what's up everybody? This is the Cow Stars Podcast. Uh, back after 4th of July break. Uh, didn't really announce it, kind of just took a break. But whatever, we're here. We're back with Loco Buki. Yo! How the fuck are you doing, you doing today, man? I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking tired, man. Yeah, we're, bo- we're both uh, busy people, as yeah. we've been discovering, as we've been trying to desperately sketch this <laughs> for like i feel like a couple couple months maybe yeah i'll just say off the bat you know i i i watched you live for the first time i think it was at the doozy birthday bash mm-hmm. and uh your performance was just like you had a like i could just tell your energy was like up to the point where the point where you like took the school desk and just like jumped off it i was like <laughs> yes that's fucking great that's the kind of shit we need to see a fucking performance man yeah man i'm all energy yeah i'm curious because like you, you were saying before this like you're kind of an anxious guy which i am too mm-hmm. like how how do you approach your shows and like performing live uh, is that is that something that's an issue for you when you're doing that so performing live actually makes me extremely anxious. But how yeah. I how I think about it is anxiousness and excitement, they almost feel exactly the same. So when mm. I go on stage, I tell myself, like, you're going to kill this. Like, you're excited as fuck to be here. Even though really I'm, like, scared. I'm nervous as fuck. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to bomb this. But I take, like, that anxiousness and try to convert it mm. essentially into excitement. and jump around i almost feel like i'm by myself even on stage just i'm at home and i'm in the mirror i'm just doing my thing fuck yeah fuck yeah i do think like uh like anxiousness can be used as a fuel like i've discovered that in podcasting like it almost kind of like or like when you're like at work or something it almost kind of like it's it's shitty the whole you know when you're experiencing it but like it really does kind of get you through the day you know, in a sense, it, like you can imagine the you know opposite, like just being like sluggish and slow or whatever, mm-hmm. and like just like <laughs> you know, and that that would be enjoyable, but like you might not get as much done if you're not going through like that anxious well, uh, also with, spin. You know, for myself, if if you're in a, a comfortable position, you're not going to advance at all. You're, I agree. You're stuck. Agree. You're stuck in one spot. And you're just staying there because that's what you believe in and that's what makes you feel safe. But if you never step out of that area and make yourself uncomfortable, like how are you going to expand or how are you going to learn anything more? Because there's always more out there. 
Yeah. Well, not even like expanding. Like if you just stay in that point where you're not growing at all, like you're going to deteriorate. Like, you you know, your body and your mind are going to become like its own enemies. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, and you know, obviously there are people that, you know, you know, not everyone can rise to the top. Not everyone can be Elon Musk, the Bill Gates of our world. You know what I mean? But I, but you know, I think everyone in some capacity, whether even if it's like, just a day job or whatever, or like a relationship. Like there's always a path forward. There's always like a thing that can be met, a goal that can be met, you know? And in order to get to that goal, you have to go through discomfort and pain. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. How many, uh, like how many times have you performed? Like, uh, how many times have you been around the bend? Um, well, actually my, before I get to that, cause I, I have to sure. kind of think about it. My first time performing was last year in November. Okay, okay. So I really haven't even been performing that long. Sure. A big sure. shout out to Gabe Cox and Lauren. Yeah, Dirt Lord. And, yeah, Dirt Lord Lolo. Lolo Fuck Savage yeah. and Dirt veterans, Lord. Veterans of the show. That's uh, they point. put me on my first show, um, and we've been making moves since then. So big shout out. I don't know which Hell one yeah. to look Hell at. Hell yeah. But big shout out to y'all. Yeah. Um, but since then, I've probably done at least 25 shows. Mm. At least, yeah. Damn, damn. That's like a- not like me. Also, not me <clears throat> being like the like even invited. But you know, I do songs with other people and stuff. So I feel like I really got to experiment a little bit. But I feel like I found like my stage presence pretty early. Like by like my fourth show, I was like, okay, like I can I can do this shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can do this shit. Like the first time. I was nervous too, like I'm nervous every time. Like, e- like even yeah, coming yeah. here, I was like uh, a little nervous, but you know. I, Sorry, keep going. I got got to get it done. <clears throat> got to do it. Um, what were you saying? Like, even I, re- I realized that like just now. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm that drunk already. I <laughs> didn't even notice the fan. Sorry, man. Continue. Even my first time performing, I was like extremely nervous, but I tried to be hype but i feel like it wasn't really there mm-hmm. even coming here i was just nervous it was like hey that's like first time being on podcast shout out, hmm. shout out yeah mccallister hours popping your cherry i love right. it man. <laughs> i love it but oh dang i lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> completely lost my train of yeah thought. that happens here a lot you know that's mm-hmm. a, that's a normal thing that happens here in the mccallister podcast um so how long how long you've been like rapping and doing your thing here um like officially rapping i'd say since 2015 okay it's like when i put out like my first track but i've been like producing beats since i was like in like third or fourth grade because my uncle used to make beats and he would always have like a little i don't know what they even really like a drum pad like an electronic drum pad that's standalone. You don't need a computer or anything. Mm-hmm. And he'd make beats, and I always think it was cool. And, you know, they're pretty expensive. I, like, that's what he would say, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he might not have been. He might just not want... He might probably didn't want me fucking Like, get the fuck it. out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then finally he got me one, and I was just making beats, cooking up beats for a while. Like, I, like every song I've ever dropped, even since 2015, I made the beat to recorded myself mixed it and mastered it yeah and so i just making beats and then freaking gucci gang you know gucci gang little pump 
Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Yeah, Gucci Gang, I'm kind. I'm not really super familiar in the South Clown scene, but I, I know Lil Pump. I'm that, that came out, and then he was literally just saying Gucci Gang the whole time, and it has like 50 million views. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was just making beats for fun. I wasn't like dropping or anything or even like giving them nobody. But I was like, yeah, I, I'm gonna start hopping on these beats because you could say whatever you want, and there's a crowd out there for it. So it's like mine as well. Yeah. Even though I, I still I don't like how my voice sounds, mm-hmm. but it's like I enjoy listening to my music after I make it. But while I'm making, it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're sounding so off right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. All right, buddy, we're back. Um, McAllister hours, as always, having problems. This is a never-ending curse of the show. We'll be at fucking Joe Rogan level, and we'll still be having crazy shit happen, like fucking lights sparkling, mm-hmm. you know killing our killing our guests like having you know you can't imagine if like in the middle of the episode that just like came down and killed you man on a live stream i'd be like uh, i I, really, right. I couldn't imagine it because i'd be dead yeah <laughs> I, just, I just laid out a mcallister hour <laughs> do you believe in an afterlife um that's a good question <laughs> that's a good fucking question i would say no, but yes. Hmm. Explain. Because me- mentally, we just don't have the capacity to think or know what's going to happen after we die. Just because we're dead and our brain's not going anymore. But at the same time, not being able to know that there there could be something. But I don't really think there is. But I don't like to eliminate the possibility of that. Because sure. I, I grew up like... So you consider yourself more like agnostic then? Or do you, are you still religious or... Yeah. Yeah, I'd say... Mm, yeah. Okay. Because like... <clears throat> I want to consider myself like an atheist, but... I think there might be something. Okay. So you believe that there's a possibility of higher power? Well, how... Okay, how I see it is... I believe in aliens because, like, there's so much different yeah. life forms on sure, this earth. Sure, sure. But then I think, like, there has to be multiple, like, there's three dimensions, right? And then they say the fourth dimension's time. There's most likely more dimensions than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so if you're talking about dimensions in terms of, like, multiple possibilities, it's infinite. Um, mm-hmm. I think in terms of, like, the four, three, four D, I think they've come up with 12. I don't have Molly here to look look it up i think it, right, i think but... it might be like with string theory i think it's like 21 oh damn. but there are different string theory theorists <laughs> yeah but how what i think about like god or high power is sure it's probably just an alien you know okay okay that that can perceive more dimensions than we can mm. and to us it's like it's so crazy like this person coming from the sky or doing these things but to them it's just normal like, so you know, so not in, do you do you think they're like an immoral being or you think they're just like us like like just they're just like uh you know it'd be like if we visited a planet essentially and had all that technology mm. another good question <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping them rolling you're keeping them rolling this is what we do here i got um, i gotta keep it entertained somehow you know no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I 
with the technology we have now and like AI and advancements and stuff like that, it could be something like us or similar to to us. But I think it's, I wouldn't say like a mortal being, but just a me a being like beyond like the grasp that we could think okay. about. You know, like sure, sure. So what do you, do you what do you think about the theory that like we were planted here by aliens? Like, like you know, like Stonehenge and shit like that. Like, there are people that believe that aliens came to this planet and populated it with us, and then left. And they've been like, you know, surveilling us and spying on us ever since. I fuck what do you think with about that. that. You think that that's might be... that's kind of what I'm saying essentially. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't believe that, but <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what do you believe? Uh, I mean, I believe that there are aliens for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. I, w- I wouldn't associate them with like a higher power. Um, I mean, I think that it's it's possible that they've um, it's possible they visited Earth, but I I it sounds old school, but like with how time travel works and everything and gravity and all that, and like how how long both how long and how much power it would take to travel that far, I just don't really find it possible. Really, that possible that they visit us, like or, or probable, I should say. It is possible, not probable. Um, when it comes to religion, I'm an atheist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't believe in any, um, afterlife or higher power. Um, essentially we're made up of cells and through evolution, we've gone to this point and, uh, this is, this is our life. This is it. And then when we die, we die and lights shut off, you know? See, I do believe in science also. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, good. The I'm shit glad. makes sense. You know, it all the science, it all makes sense. But then I, I'm also like, you never know, you know, because there's like, <clears throat> there's shit that doesn't make sense, even in science, you know. Oh, sure, like, sure. Like that they can't explain. But I think that's the difference between science and religion, <clears throat> is religion claims to have all the answers, but science is willing to acknowledge, well, <clears throat> actual science. Um, maybe not like government run science, but like <laughs> the, 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 what science is supposed to be, um, is like acknowledging that there's a possibility that you're wrong and like constantly testing and proving theories. And like, you know, every year, every, however often being like, Hey, is, is this still applicable and constantly questioning things? So like, I guess, so I guess I'm an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> I had the definitions wrong all along. <laughs> We did it once on the podcast, like, um, because I had an argument with a, you know, a fellow like ag- agnostic atheist in the definition, like, mm-hmm. like the definition does state that like atheism is like an acknowledgement of, you know, maybe not understanding everything. Because I think that's the flaw of religion. It's like you have the Christians who like have the Bible and they have like, even if the answers make no sense, they have like an answer for everything, like preordained. You know, it's been carried down. They just know what to say. Where science, you're like, it It just, I don't know, to someone like me, it seems like a better, like, thing overall. Like, you're constantly questioning it. You're constantly, you know, trying to find what is best for everyone. I think that's just a better... Now, I mean, there is the obvious problem where, like, you know, I think atheism has become, like, really politically radicalized. Like, that's my criticism of, like, the modern state of it is, like, you go to any atheist social media group or, like, prominent atheist institution it's like steep in politics and like it's it's kind of like atheism is supposed to mean the lack of theism and then 
they become a theism in a sense when they like get too far into it. So it's an interesting human problem. See, because I always thought thought um, atheism was fucking. They just don't. Their religion is basically every religion is fake. But yeah. I thought that was a religion in itself. You know, it's where I thought agnostic was like, you know, kind of like you believe like the science all makes sense, but there still could be something. Sure, sure. I it, I think it's just that's. I think it's just a byproduct of like, you know, human advancement in general. Like you could really say the same thing with Christianity. Like at one point, Christianity was just like love your neighbor, mm-hmm. and like as an atheist, I think it's a great message. Love your neighbor. That's fucking awesome. I, I wish everyone would do that. But that's really far from removed from what Christianity is today. So like eventually, I mean, it's just the it's it's how we are as humans. Eventually, things cycle and go through. They, you know, they rise, they fall. And they rise and fall, and they rise and fall. And we are in a fast downhill um, in terms of humanity, my friend. Let me tell you. <laughs> we are. Pew! <laughs> I'm not trying to interview you, but why do, why do you say that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you don't think things are going to shit right now? Like, the economy and, like, you know, uh, the craziness around Roe v. Wade and political shit. Biden's our president. I mean, there's plenty of things that are just going fucking nuts right now, man. I'm not, I'm not a Biden fan. But I'm not a Trump fan either. Yeah, but yeah. Also, just with the Roe v. Wade, <laughs> how I see it is, like that shit is that shit affects women and dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it affects everybody. Yeah, because sure. Because it's like, like I see, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't want to say I'm pro-choice because I, I believe at a certain point. That is a child you're killing, but at the same time, it's like there's all these kids in foster care that don't have any families, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And then also like, once the kid is a kid, um, you know, there's nobody. If nobody wants to support it, like even, like now the government's just like, like okay, they're in foster care, you know. But yeah, no, I I agree that like the foster care system is a really. And that's like that's a fair criticism of people that are very pro life. Is like that they're not excuse me. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Um that they like don't think about that. Like uh you know, I, I wh- when it comes to me personally, I would I would can, I really hate the binary of pro life pro choice. Because I think really it's, it's like it's not black and white like that, you know? Exactly. I, I like I think very few what, people What's that one book? There's like fifty shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's not There's black fifty and shades white. of Roe v. Wade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or was it fifty? Isn't it fifty-two weeks? Or how? No, no. How? I, how many I, weeks is a baby? Is it thirty-eight? I that I think it's thirty-eight, forty, sounds, forty shades of gray, <laughs> forty weeks of gray, <laughs> forty weeks, forty of gray, weeks right. of Roe v. Wade. Uh, have you ever paid for an abortion? So with the economy, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, does that cross the line of what we talked about earlier? <laughs> with the economy, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> sorry. Dude. With the economy, I feel like it's not a. <laughs> it's not. A <laughs> no, but but I mean, getting getting back to that, like uh, I don't know. Like at the end of the day, I think. Like yes, people shove the right. Like uh, th- you know, yes. Like so. So at the ultimate at the end of the day, yes, I do consider myself pro-choice. 
Um, because I, I mean, I do think that like, that's not power that the state should have. I think that's, a, that's an individual, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of why, like, I really don't have an opinion when it comes to Roe v. Wade being dropped. Um, honestly, I think it's kind of, it was kind of a shitty law to begin with. And like, there's going to be states that are going to go down the hard line. We've already seen that. But I think you're also going to see the inverse of that. You're going to see New York and, you know, states like New York and California, they're going to, you know, lift the ban. They're, you know, you could potentially see, like, um, you know, things that they've proposed before, like, uh, I can't think of the fucking term. Where, like, they abort the baby after, like, as it's coming out of the womb. What? Um, God, <laughs> as it's being born? Yeah, have you never heard of that? I can't not, I'm I'm retarded. I can't think of the term right now. But like they have videos of that like they used to they the baby would be coming out and then they <clears throat> stab it with a syringe in the head and like kill the baby and then like they take the baby like the body parts part and stuff. What am I hearing right now? <laughs> this, this shit like happens, man. But, For real? Yeah, yeah. Oh my, and like, I, and look, and that's kind of the thing is like the you know these states will you'll probably see the um what was it I think it was like three months or something. Mm-hmm. I think that was the original. Like you're gonna see that get pushed up to like you know six nine. Well, I months. thought it was like fucking like four or five months. You could do it. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I think it was around. I know it's before six months. That was what the original standard was i mean it's kind of interesting though because you haven't really you at least haven't really seen any headlines about that playing out in other states so i kind of i'm curious to see if like because there's all this rage about it right now like on all these states that are doing this but I really because like a lot of these a lot like a lot of the people who are upset like live in states where they can still get an abortion so it's gonna be curious to see if like they continue to get that upset about it or if they're just gonna be like well but like here it's fine you know <laughs> But in, in like Iowa, isn't isn't it not anymore? Or? Um, so I I'm not up to date on this. Last I heard, um, Kim Reynolds was trying to do, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, what uh Texas is doing or has done, which is six weeks. I think that was Kim Reynolds' um proposal, which is surprising because I I thought her being a woman, she would have like <clears throat> a more nuanced take on it. But well, I don't I, I don't know if you've seen, but w- with women, it's actually pretty split. Mm. Yeah, um, you actually find I think you find um, a hair more pro life, you know, women women majority than you know it's it's a it's surprising like not surprisingly but it's a lot of men who are you know on the pro choice side you find. And I'm not trying to get into into like a like a racial conversation, but I also see like you know like like white lives are declining. That's what we specialize here in here. You know, (laughs) I have I have a I have a I have a segment every week where we. No, I'm kidding. What were you saying? I see like white lives are declining, you know, and oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, white people are plummeting right now. Like they're we're getting out, outbred by, like, by everybody. By like 2050, white people are supposed to be like the minority. Yeah, yep. but it's like, I mean, all these other people are having sex too. So it's, like, <laughs> it's not just white people having sex. <laughs> <laughs> really i thought i thought that was part of my white privilege we we were the, <laughs> i thought we were the only people who had sex have i been lied to this I, whole fucking I, time I, i've been having some pretty good sex God recently fucking damn it that was the last thing i was happy about being white but, motherfucker <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> so i i'm not trying to like leap back here but i was thinking what so what um and I also seen that comment. 
Oh my god, we need to put this away right now. I'm sorry. The last fucking episode we did, there was literally a point halfway in the episode where they started reading the comments. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is not a it just stream. It <laughs> Molly, we fucking need you to take Wednesday nights off. It so you glanced can my eyes. <laughs> sorry, what were you saying? What What are your thoughts about time travel? Going back to the <laughs> the, the alien topic. <laughs> Because I think it's possible. <laughs> this is exactly why we don't have the comments open. <laughs> Motherfucker, whoever that fucker like, was, totally derailed the conversation. I was already thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but then that just reminded me. Like I was I in a see, different I place see. for a while, and then um, I was like, "Oh yeah." Do I think time travel is possible? No, and I'll tell you why. Because we would know about it. Because if it was possible at one point in the timeline, that is the infinity of mankind yep someone at some point upon discovering that technology would have come back at some point in history because it would like if you find it in whatever like 2070 there's no reason why you wouldn't go back to any point in that and i i know what you're gonna say like the ancient stuff like you know some of that sure but we would like it would be a regular thing like it would be integrated into our like modern civilization like why wouldn't it be like if it's available at one point why would it be available all the time but with the with the paradoxes do you not think that would eliminate that like if someone goes back in time and they mess with something and then they come back and then like fuck some shit up it almost would be like they never went back in time cuz that didn't that wasn't a part of their life ever so now it's like I mean, could that happen? Could that happen? Sure, but there are too many variables to say that, like every instance of time travel, that that's been the case. That there's been a paradox. So I feel like at some point, at some point, we would know. Dang, I, I, now I feel like an interviewer, but I have to ask. Go for it, go for it, man. Hey, this is a free for all, man. You you got questions? You can ask me. So, have you seen like the Marvel stuff? No, I don't watch. I don't watch that. Um. Oh I, don't, I don't watch movies god. for children. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. People get fucking. Right, I can't stand the, pod's the over. <laughs> I cannot stand. Uh, speaking of movies, though, I do. I love your shirt. I gotta say that's well, like one of my top. It's funny because I've never seen this movie in my life, dude. Get the fuck out of here! What the fuck are you doing? With I've that? never seen this movie in my life. I only guys. The podcast is over. God damn it, dude! What the fuck? You're you're like the stupid white bitch who fucking <laughs> is wearing the Nirvana shirt and they play her Nirvana and they're like, oh, I don't know who the fuck this is. You're that motherfucker right now. Actually, I seen the I just seen that new you Batman saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the trailer, but I, didn't see the <laughs> I got the shirt. I was like, all right, I'll see what it's about. No, because I was I'm into like theories, movie theories. So like I know about the movie and like the plot and everything. Well, yeah. for like what I remember, and like I was just like, oh, it's pretty cool. You know, Samuel L. Uh, John Travolta. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool ass dude. Yeah, but no, actors. talking about Nirvana. Yeah, I actually just started listening to them. <laughs> also, <laughs> great like, band. When that Batman movie came out. Yeah, yeah. It's something <laughs> That's what kicks it. <laughs> What do you think about that movie? Did you like it, bro? So I'm I, I actually love the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this Batman movie is like the probably the best superhero movie I've ever seen in my life. 
Hmm, I don't know about that, but it, it's, it's very, very good. The best superhero movie that it's ever came out. Better than the Nolans? A hundred times better. How, how old are you? 22. Okay, you you are, so I'm 27, well, 26. Not that much I, of a I mean, difference, I, I guess, but like. I grew up watching those, but you know, yeah, I wasn't sure. like, my brain wasn't as developed. It's, okay. it's still not developed now, like, I'm a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty slow, you know. I got a lot to learn. I don't know everything. <laughs> Well, at least I'm you said stupid. it. <laughs> but you know, one of these days, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. You know, where I know a little bit more. But it's like I don't, I don't mind admitting it. I'm not, I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> start, start a podcast, and you'll, you'll grow half a brain cell every yeah. episode. You'll learn at least half a thing. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's like, <clears throat> I think it's just a bias of like when you're born. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to the Batman, like there, there's old fuckers who love Keaton. You know, I think I think the Batman with Nicholson Keaton is a great fucking movie, but it's not the best. Well, I really fucking like the Ben Affleck Batman. <laughs> All the sl- I, he got way too much fucking slack. It was more. I feel like it was really pretty comic book accurate. Cause like in the comic book, Batman just he's supposed to be human, but he's doing yeah. this crazy ass shit. And then in the the Ben Affleck one, like where he's just like fly, basically flying around the room, and it's impossible for him to do. That's comic book accurate. <laughs> It was pretty, pretty well. Much okay, fun. so to be fair, I've never seen any of his Batman movies because I've heard they are all garbage. So, like, why would I waste my time? Well, I mean, he, he never thought. really got his own solo film, though. He got the Batman. It was what was it, Batman v Superman. That was really yeah. just a Superman film. There wasn't another one he was in. Uh, Justice League, and that, that I was think, it. I'm pretty sure that might be it, actually. And I think he made. Like a, ca- a small cameo and someone else, but Maybe he never got his own. It. He was supposed to get a trilogy, yeah. But then the whole um, DC EU or like their the DC cinematic universe, it was just so trash. People were just like okay, and now they're trying to revamp it now. Like, but that's why this new Batman. When I see it, I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, okay. Whoever the fuck you hired for that, hire them to make these next films. They know what the fuck they're doing. It was a really good movie. Um, I went and saw it in theaters. Um, I seen it four times. You seen you seen it four times already? I Damn. seen it three times in theaters and one time bootleg. You know, you got to look at the bootleg first to find out if you really want to watch it. Like, do I really want to give him my money? <laughs> <laughs> I seen the bootleg and I was like, ah, goddamn, I need to go to theaters right now. <laughs> I need to fucking go to theaters right now. This bootleg was amazing. Even with the heads and everything, I was still tuned in the whole time. <laughs> God damn, dude. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was long. I thought it was too right. fucking long. Three. It was like a three-hour movie, man. Like like halfway through, I'm like, Jesus Christ. But, so but it was invested. cool as fuck. I mean, it was it was still it managed to like intrigue you through the whole three hours, which is a sign of a successful. There were clues everywhere. Mm-hmm. Easter eggs, great. Fun. Well, and like it, it was a different blend for Batman. Like it was more like um, the movie really reminded me of Seven. Have you ever seen Seven? Mm-mm. Oh, such. A fun. If you like Batman, you would love Seven. Does it got Michael Keaton? No, <laughs> it has uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman, and it's like they're they're like detectives, and uh, Kevin Spacey's in it too. And uh, <clears throat> there's. It's basically just like a you know regular like there's a serial killer and they have to find it but like um, super well done. Do you ever see Fight Club with um, Brad Pitt 
And nope. Edward Norton. God damn it, dude. Nope. You're wearing the Pulp Fiction shirt too. That's what that's what pisses me off, I man. For a second, I was like, <laughs> I felt I might have seen Fight Club when I was like, like a six or something. But that that, 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 that doesn't have Patrick Swayze. You in saw it. that at six. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I should not have been Bro. fucking watching that. <laughs> but I, like, I feel like it's the only time I see it. Like, I know of the movie. I haven't even. That seen was a any. bad babysitter. They were like, "All right, hey, here's a Fight Club, man." I haven't seen any theories, but that that doesn't have Patrick Swayze in it. Oh uh, no! Or the dude from no, it has, Die Hard it has a uh, has a meatloaf in it. Fight Club. Meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Or the dude the from Di- the dude from Die Hard. What's his name? Uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, is Bruce Willis is in that? Which movie? The in, in uh, Fight Club? No, he's not in Fight Club. He's in Pulp Fiction, though. I was going to say how, but I've never <laughs> seen it. I've never seen it. I can't question that. Dude. You could tell me Batman was in Pulp Fiction, and I'd probably believe it. Dude, if you don't go home tonight and watch Pulp Fiction, I'm deleting this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gone. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> No more loco bookie. You know, I do appreciate that you have like a simple name, though. I have so many motherfuckers that come in here and they have like five symbols in their fucking name. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck do you say this? Like, are we are we speaking English anymore? <laughs> but I mean, even, even with my name, some people say loco bukai. <laughs> oh, I can see how they do that. But I, yeah. I mean, I get it. The spelling, you know, it's not. I guess, like, people would expect me to spell it B-O-O-K-I-E or something like that. You ever have your name uh, mis- mispronounced before, performing before? Yes. <laughs> Just one time I got called Loco Bushi. I don't know. Bushi? I don't, I don't know where, like, I don't know how how that got. I don't know. But just one time, yeah. I'm John Belushi's long lost. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Loco Bushi. Um, so I, I really, I loved your work on, uh, Rarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, I, you know, I thought you guys put out some really good stuff. Um, but what, what, like, like you just, you have a very distinct style, like throughout that whole album, you can tell like, oh, there's Loco, you know, uh, what, what kind of like inspiration, um, um, like, you know, like what, what made you, you know, what inspired you to like have that kind of sound or like, what are some of the artists that like inspired you with that? God, let me, where's my phone at? <laughs> um, so when I was little, I used to listen to a lot of singing like R and B, but I can't sing for nothing. <laughs> at least I don't think I can. People told me I can, but I don't think I can. So I would say my first original inspiration Besides, like, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider Little Pump an inspiration. I, I was just like, okay, anybody can make yeah, music. Yeah, sure, like, sure, I can make sure. Music. My but like, the SoundCloud rap scene was kind of like where you would you say is that where I would say Little Uzi. Okay. Oh, actually, the first person I really started listening to that I kind of tried to mimic was Young Thug. Mm. I th- so heavily inspired by Young Thug. The Weeknd also, um, Little Uzi, Travis Scott. Trippy Red, Playboy mm. Cardi, Drake. I listened to a lot of Drake growing up. Uh, Kanye also. Listen to a whole lot of Kanye. Usher, Chris Brown. Like, 
<laughs> Quite a lineup the last couple. <laughs> <laughs> it might not seem like it, but it's like Drake, Kanye. <laughs> just combine Drake, com- Kanye, Chris Brown. Let's combine all these people into one, and there's like you know I'm pulling a little bit from everybody. Like, yeah, for inspiration at least, most definitely. Yeah. What do you think about like uh, the whole like Drake? Have you heard of, like the Drake? Um, accusations of like the um, Stranger Things actress. Have you heard anything about that? I forgot her name, but yeah, I, I did hear about that, and I uh, I like Drake. Yeah, but may, maybe this nigga was grooming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why well, he was talking you... to like a what like thirteen or fourteen at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. Well, they have old videos of him like grinding with like high school chicks at his concerts and shit. Like I don't know. Here's a better question. But but did he know though? <laughs> and if if you're at his concert, do you, does he have to ask? But then should he ask? He's on stage. There's a hundred thousand people. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, chill, Re- relax. <laughs> this is the clip right here. <laughs> this is the first one. <laughs> I never said it was okay, Drake. I never said that. <laughs> that should be like, well. If that's the case, you should implement like a system. You should be like, hey, like the 18. If you're over 18, you gotta get a special grinding star. <laughs> Right. Hey, do you want to get grinded on by Drake? Here's a better question. Can you separate the art from the artist? Yes. I, I agree. Yeah. Most definitely. I mean... How I see it is... Never meet your inspiration. Because they're never who you think they are. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's always going to be disappointment. <laughs> Every time it's going to be disappointment. <laughs> Just yeah. enjoy what you enjoy about what they're doing, but you don't really have to enjoy the person themselves. Is how I see it. I'm like, I don't think I'd ever want to meet Drake or hang out with Drake. <laughs> but the music is popping. Or Kanye. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be awful. <laughs> he might yell at me. He he might scream at me. Cause I fucked something up that I didn't think I fucked up. Kanye would like show you his beat. <laughs> he'd be like, "Yo, listen to this beat I made." And he'd be like jamming. I'd be like, "Yeah, this shit's fucking fire. Let's listen to it again." <laughs> it would just be like the next hour. Would, that, that's how I'd be feeling like Kanye because I'm conceited as fuck. I don't mind admitting to it, but when I'm listening to my shit. I'm like, "This is hot. This the this the best shit out there." And I might send it to like five of the homies. They'd be like, "Bro." This is not it. I'm like, yeah, y'all niggas is tripping for real. Because this is it. <laughs> this is hot. This is the next wave. <laughs> y'all don't know nothing? You don't got the answer, Sway? <laughs> <laughs> that shit is classic. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope I have that moment in the podcast someday. It's just like I feel like I have before. I feel like I've had the people who were like, no, no, Sway. <laughs> Fuck. Um, they did a. Have, have you heard the new Ken Lamar album? I haven't. <sighs> Fuck, dude. I heard. I, I, You're so behind on everything. 
Get out of your fucking SoundCloud rap bubble and spread no, out, man. The thing is, I kind of <laughs> like Kendrick Lamar, but I'm not like I I I go to music to like escape reality. Not, yeah, not to yeah. listen to hear more about what's going on. Sure. Like I want to sure. go. I want to have like, like even like I feel like Lil Uzi, Travis Scott, Drake, Kanye. They do be talking about like real stuff, you know. That can if you actually like listen to the lyrics in yeah. depth. But for the most part, it's like you can just have fun to it. You can vibe. You well, can vibe to it. Yeah. Well, and their music's kind of more, you know, personal and relatable. Whereas Kendrick is like talking about deep political social issues. Um, that yeah. like is not necessarily something that you want to listen to on a walk. Right. You know, I, I, I'm a crazy fucker. So I like listening to it when I'm on a walk. I love <laughs> like the first like hit off the album is called N95. And it's talking like the whole song's like, take it off, take it off. And he's like, you know, I, I believe anyways. And I think it's the consensus that he's like subliminally talking about like the, like the masks, like take like the, for COVID and everything, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, there's plenty. There's plenty of reason for, you know, someone who does not want to hear about that. To, like the, I get that. Like the heart part five. <clears throat> oh, that was fucking great. Really great visual, really great message, but I'm not pulling up on some hoes playing the heart part five. <laughs> I'm not about to go to the club <laughs> and be on my way to the club listening to the heart part five. <laughs> I'm not. It's just not gonna get me in that zone. It's gonna start. I'm gonna be like, damn. I don't even wanna go to the club. <laughs> See, and that's why I don't go to the club because I'd be the motherfucker who'd be like, hey, play play Heart Part Five or or play play some John Coltrane. I used to. So I lived in this small town, South Dakota. Um, right before my called what? Called what? It was called Canton, South Dakota. Um, it was a garbage shithole never ever go there um but like it was like you know a lot of people it was like you know hody toady you know republican type you know like old farmer types you know i remember like i remember like i was there for three months like you know the first month or something i I heard someone like say the n-word just like out loud at the bar and i was like what the fuck (laughs) it was one of those places you know um like i grew up in like small town iowa and like it was kind of weird, like the, like the town I was in, Iowa. There wasn't a lot of racism, but there was a lot of like religious oppression. Mm-hmm. And then like this town, it was like the inverse. It was like there wasn't really a lot of religious stuff, but there was a ton of like the racism, homophobic type of shit. But anyways, uh, you know, everybody liked country there and stuff. So I would, I would like they had a jukebox that you could pay for. I would just turn on like a 17 minute long jazz Col- John Coltrane song and people would like get pissed and they would leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting in the corner drinking, just like laughing my ass off. <laughs> just like terrorizing this fucking small town. It's not the <laughs> oh, it was good shit, man. What, what got you here in Iowa? Uh, I mean, I've gr- I've grown up in Iowa, so I moved to Des Moines in like late mid 2014. So I I graduated high school like officially, and I left the next day for Des Moines. Didn't never went back for my graduation because um, it was a show. Also, I mean, not not so, really. So technically, you you didn't graduate. I mean, I got the certificate. 
I don't know if, if that dude in that suit didn't hand it to you. Do it even count? You got to go back. Man. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm uneducated, everybody. <laughs> even though I'm in college. <laughs> nope. I'm calling. What's the college name? He didn't graduate. <laughs> um, but my father moved here because um, of his job. So he was he's now a judge. Um, he was a county attorney. And then he transferred to like being uh basically just like a um he worked for like the attorney i believe he worked for the attorney general's office he like traveled around the state and dealt with like you know murder cases like high you know really grisly type of stuff and i think about three four years ago he became a judge so anyways in 2014 we all relocated here for that so um but you know i i i'm i'm glad i'm here i i you know i i People people shit on Iowa and Des Moines. I mean Iowa, the rest of Iowa, yeah, shit on it all. Dead Moines. Dead yeah, <laughs> Dead Moines. That's actually that's actually uh one of the tracks of my album is called that. Dead Moines. Dead Moines, yeah. Um But you know, I I I believe it's like a true there isn't really a lot of like influence like everyone pretty much kind of does their own thing i feel like like yeah it has its fair share of problems but like it is like a really is a growing vibrant city i think you know you 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 know you're part of the hip-hop community i think you you've probably even seen over the last year like how much that's grown in the last year uh, yeah it definitely has oh oh, Oh, you're good my bad uh in the last year i feel like it's definitely maybe just because i'm really just becoming part of it so i'm realizing that maybe i was just blind before but in the past year i feel like especially due to like uh like gabe and uh lolo yeah consistency and um, and aaron um from 93 and alive and Mm. then gabe and lolo would be like uh, iowa hip-hop showcase Uh, they definitely have been like doing a lot for i feel like the local community especially with the shows putting new people on the on like yeah yeah on like other people's radar you know fuck yeah no i mean i you know i've i've had lola on the podcast since before that and like seeing <clears throat> that whole thing grow like that last show i don't know if you were at that last show that they did i don't think you were at least i didn't see ya. but this last show they had they you know you could tell they upgraded they have like they have the um the whatever the like the draw like the curtain not the curtain the divider type of thing then they have like a security and stuff like that like you can tell that they are i mean they've always been legitimate but they're really like like people progressing. They're, they're progressing they're great gaining traction like um it's becoming a really consistent thing i think when you think people think of iowa they don't think of hip-hop so for them to be consistently doing this and for the you know the community in turn to be able to keep this alive it's been really cool to see yeah, I mean, it's it's great to be a part of a community. Before, I was really only, <clears throat> I'd say the only other local artist. Like, I knew, like, a decent amount of local artists, but the only one that I really click with and connect with, I feel like, is Ashy Meat. Mm. Really cool dude. He makes some really great music. And then after basically doing the showcase, which was only in November, like, I haven't even been doing shows for a year. Like, I kind of, like... Like, I don't know if it's my stage presence or if people like the music or something, but, like, I've made, like, a lot of networking. It might it might even just be me because I, like, like to talk to people and meet up with people and, like, try to exceed the expectations I think they have of me. Because realistically, people might say they don't have expectations of you, but there's always an expectation. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if someone, like, someone, like, you automatically come up with, like, a like what you think about someone before you even get to know their name you just look at them and you have those preconceived notions like 
this oh, guy's yeah. a cornball, you know? Yeah. And then you, they're like, okay, wait, this guy's pretty fucking cool, you know? And then boop, now we're linking up, making music all the time, you know? Fuck yeah. It's great. That's why I, I really do appreciate uh, Lolo and Gabe for getting me on, like, that first show in November. Cause since then, it's just been, I feel like I've just been really moving up, making a lot of connections with people. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. No, it's really great what they do. Um, you know, I think they do a similar thing to what I try to do in the podcast, which is just give people a platform. I think that's a, I think that's a really good thing that you see growing out of a lot of a lot of these different you know things that are coming out of the cities. Like it really is about like you know bringing each other up. You know, obviously they're the outliers, but like for the most part, it really does seem to be the vibe. I think that's good for sure. Um, what, what do you got coming in the mix for like, uh, upcoming releases or, you know, anything like that shows? So I was, excuse me. (laughs) And again, (laughs) um, August 26th next month, I have my first headline show. Got a great lineup of some artists. I have Jazzy. J1s, Ashy Meat, Nemo, Cognac, Sorry Angel. Awesome, really great performers that I, I feel like can, you know, do some great things. But also, like, everyone's their own person, but I would say, like, can kind of have a similar style to mine. So it's like where the show's actually cohesive instead of going from one genre of hip hop to another genre of hip hop. Um, besides that, I have. <clears throat> I also have a project coming out next month. I've actually been dropping like a project a month, like once a month, just because mm. since I produce all my own music, record, mix, and master, I have tons of music. Yeah, man. That that was something I was mean to ask you. Uh, what what DAW do you use? Like, what do you what do you do when you're producing and shit? I use Logic Pro X. Okay. Or I guess they took the X off, so it's, now it's just Logic Pro. Okay. okay. Um, I started out on GarageBand on my iPhone, just making beat. Like, well, I started out really on a drum pad, but then once I got an iPhone, I started making beats on GarageBand. And then once so you did on GarageBand. Oh, you started on GarageBand on your iPhone. On my yeah, on my Damn. phone, recording, making the beat, and everything. Damn, All, that's crazy. I was using dude. like the little Apple headphones. <laughs> like my first like decent song on SoundCloud, I think it had like. 10,000 or like 12,000 plays. Oh, wow. I recorded and produced all on my f- iPhone. And then I like filmed a video to you on my iPhone as well. And the video only got like a couple thousand plays, but still like, I was like, okay, like I can actually keep doing this shit. You know, people are tuning in. <clears throat> That's what really got me like motivated. And then I used to like jailbreak iPhones <laughs> or unlock iPhones I and, remember and that MacBooks. <laughs> So someone just came to me one day with a MacBook, and they they were like, "Hey, can you unlock this for me?" But they didn't. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was stolen or not. I'm not gonna lie. They're just like, "Can you unlock this for me?" They paid me, but they didn't have a charger for it. So I, it probably was stolen. But they didn't have a charger for it. So it's like I'm trying to. Unlock. I like how I like how you just admitted that. You're, like, yeah. you're trying. You're was. trying to make yourself look like a good guy. Like yeah, it's probably stolen. It hey, probably it was. Good was. Money, like man. you know, it was just. You know, <laughs> I was running a little business. Like I, I've always had like a little hustle going. Somehow I'm, I'm gonna make my money some way. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> but they didn't have a charger for it. So while I'm trying to like do all my methods to get into it, 
to really to unlock it. <laughs> um, it just died. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I might trash it unless you want it. I was like, sure, I'll take it. So yeah, like, that shit was definitely stolen. <laughs> <laughs> we just, just like, let you can have it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to believe that. And I was only like 14 also. Or like I was like. 14 15 i gotta say um those people are fucking retarded like they couldn't just go like they they because they paid you to do that right well i gave them the money back and i was just like okay they couldn't have like used that money to just go buy a charger probably you know what i mean but like, like a month later come on bro he, I, was at, I was at a feeds. friend's house and <laughs> he had a charger and i plugged it in and it turned on and i guess i actually did already unlock it but it just had died in the process so I'm like, oh shit, I got a, I got a whole MacBook. <laughs> I got a whole fucking MacBook, and it was like pretty new. It was like I think it was only like one or two years old. Like so, it was like it was pretty good and everything. <clears throat> At the time, before they switched over to like their M processors made by Apple, and it was yeah. still using Intel shit. It had mm. an i7 in it, with like 32 gigs of RAM. I'm like, yo, this is a fucking beast. Damn. And I had never had a computer before or anything. And it's like, since I was already using GarageBand on my phone, I just started looking up stuff on YouTube. And I found out I could just transfer it to the computer and, and do way more shit. So that's what really got me into starting to use Logic. Obviously, I, I don't like to admit this, but I cracked it. You know, found it on Pirate Bay. The source. Rest in peace, Pirate. You're still there, but you're not oh, the same. I miss Pirate Bay. Yeah. You're still there, but you're not the same. It's some like, you know, you I might get think I'm downloading freaking a porn video and now I got a virus. Like, come on. <laughs> come on, mate. Don't do me like that. So how so let me ask you this, like, because I never uh, sorry. Understood this. How do you jailbreak something? Okay, so with <clears throat> with Apple products Unlike Android, they're pretty tied down. Not really anymore, but they used to be extremely tied down. Sure. Tied down. Tied, <laughs> tied down. And you couldn't... There was much, like a lot of stuff that Android had that people wanted to do on iPhone. But just the, the quality of Android, like since it's open source, it could easily be hacked. Their, the Play Store, like where you download apps and stuff, they would allow... Like their policies for apps to get uploaded were extremely loose so there was like literally you could download an app from the play store and then your phone's hacked so it's like i always just liked iphone way more but there was stuff that you could do on android that people wanted to do on their iphone mm. so people would essentially hack into the software and find like a loophole so then they could start installing their own like custom skins or changing how the settings work or the home screen the lock screen <clears throat> And especially in, like, when you're in, like, middle school, like, people want to change the look of their apps or, like, want their, like, to put their apps anywhere. Like, shit, that really doesn't fucking matter. But it's, like, it's just kind of cool. And then there are, like, usable features that, like, you know, I'm in middle school, I didn't care about. But, like, that other people actually made the jailbreak for. Yeah. <clears throat> or, like, what's that? <clears throat> it's got, like, a kernel. A kernel, like, in the CPU of the device. It's more of a hardware-based hack. So if if you find a kernel, then you can it could be jailbreak infinitely. Oh, damn! So how did you you just find out about this like from the internet, just like Reddit or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I was um, cause I got my first iPhone in like sixth grade. Yeah, 
and my friend was showing me something on his Android phone. I never had a phone before. But I was like, dude, how the fuck do I do that? It was just like he would like he would like swipe between the apps, but all his apps instead of just moving straight, they'd roll. I was like, dude, oh my fucking god, I need that. And so I just start googling, like, like not to just randomly get on something else, no, but you're, like, you're fine. like old people, especially <laughs> older people, it's like they would always call me so smart. It's like, dude, I'm just on Google. You, the what you literally just asked me. I typed into Google and there's 55 answers, and like that's now I'm just telling you what I found. Oh yeah, it was like basically I went on there, looked it up, seen how to jailbreak, realized I need a computer. I was like, all I could talk about was for a, like a month and a half. Like, damn, I need to do this. And then finally, I went to my mom's house. She had a computer, and I was like, I did it. I was so happy. Like, Ugh. and I was able to my apps were rotating. They were rolling around the screen. I'm like, I'm that guy. <laughs> And then I guess nobody else at the school had a computer or either that or they just, they just didn't know how to use Google. So I started showing people and they're like, dude, can you can you do that for me? It's like, yeah, I got you. 50 bucks. 25 bucks. Something, you know, I'd come up with something when I was in middle school. And then like the, the word just spread and that was kind of like a little business I had going for a while. And then eventually I learned how to do it on computers. And I was like, all right, bring you. Bring me your laptop. I'm gonna get you right. <laughs> God damn, dude. That's a uh, that. Well, because you said. I mean, that's not that much of a difference. You being 22, but like still, like <clears throat> I feel even though like I, you know, I'm 26, close to 27. Like I feel like a, I've been called a boomer on this show. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like there are things that like are over my head, and I even like did programming for like a year and a half mm-hmm. at, in school, and like I. It took me like forever to get into that concept, so it amazes me. Like, uh, I feel like you know your generation, people who are younger, like they have like such a quick inkling with like stuff like that. Like the fact that you had never had a phone, and then you just like had a phone, and you fucking did all that, like in like like that. Like that's crazy, man. I can't I can't imagine doing that. Like you know, I, I had computer programs and I figured things out relatively quickly at that. But like to like like just to like jailbreak something. Like, I just, I wasn't in an environment where, like, like, that wouldn't have been okay, me, like, jailbreaking something. <laughs> it I just sounds gr- fucking wrong. Yeah, I would have been grounded for, like, what the, are you the doing? next year. <laughs> they wouldn't have even understood it. They would just be like, jailbreak? What? <laughs> You're breaking out of jail? You're right. grounded forever. No, I remember, uh, I tried to download LimeWire when that oh, shit yeah. first come out, came out, and, uh, I was... I was like fucking filling out that, and I got I got caught with that, and I got my parents were pissed because they like, you know, they had read everything in the news. Like, people are using this to illegally download music. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, I've but, always I would always consider myself like a a techie. Yeah, yeah. Even sure. since I was little, because like with LimeWare, my mom actually showed me that. <laughs> cool ass mom I'm, I'm in like first or second grade burning cds i'm like oh yeah that new usher just came out <laughs> i heard that in the car it's like psh, 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 download it and it's like a soldier boy track like what <laughs> or some random artist i never heard of like why is this title the song i wanted why is there a virus on my computer that's not mine but i'm calling mine <laughs> yeah, that that was the thing. It was the true like wild wild west. You know what I mean? Like 
anything could happen. You could you could find a gold mine with that stuff, or you could uh, have a ruined computer. <laughs> One of those two things. Uh, I say we take a little quick break. Um, get some. I need to get another beer, and you know, regain the juices, and uh, we'll come back for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Guys, we're back with local boogie. Um, hanging out, all that shit. You mean Lokobushi? Lokobushi! <laughs> I know, I'm just... Bo- related, related to John Belushi. Bushi doesn't even make any sense. Bushi, Belushi. Close enough, right? He, he, in order to stay disguised, you just took off the L. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, so shit, man. Uh, what? Trump 2024, you think it's going to happen? <clears throat> Kanye 2024. <laughs> you think Kanye is that? Did you vote for him last last time? I told my at the time girlfriend that I voted for Joe Biden, but I definitely voted for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did, and she made me feel. Um, she was like, "You better not vote for for Kanye." He was on the ballot. Can we went and voted together. <laughs> I was like, no, you know, Joe Biden, about to be a great president, but I already was, you know, I was already on the sleepy Joe wave, because, like, I, I, I'm not a fan of Trump, but, that, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of Joe Biden either, yeah, but I also fuck, kind of like the, the, the energy that Trump had, and was just, there's always, there's always something to talk about. Yeah, so back in 2016, I did vote for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't vote for him again. But, like, I, when he was, like, first running and, like, I, people forget the energy. Because, you know, so much has happened since 2016. But, like, people forget the energy that was Donald Trump leading up to that thing. Like, for people who were, like, even, like, kind of in that, like, realm of where he was thinking, like, it was kind of exciting for someone to be, like, you suck, you suck, everything, like, you know, just, like, laying it all out. There was something kind of exciting about that, mm-hmm. in a way. And I think that's what, like, attracted people like me and, um, you know, shit like that. But I think as he became president, it was clear that it's like, okay, this is who he is. And you know that. <laughs> <laughs> then you're kind of like, well, I remember I regarded it, like, probably within, like, the first week of him being president. It's like, okay, like, like this, this isn't just a political banter. Yeah, yeah. This is like okay. This is Donald Trump. He is the president of the United States. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, but like I don't know. Like, so I'm a libertarian. Um, you know, I've had people from the Libertarian Party on the show, etc. Uh, so I voted for Joe Jorgensen, um, this last election. Mm -hmm. So like I, I. There, you know, there just there's been a point where I just I do not care about the binary. There's this. Uh, do you fuck with Bo Burnham at all? I'm I'm not very political. No, Bo Burnham. He's like a stand-up comedian type of guy. Oh no, no, I never heard of him. So he had this song called like uh, it, it was called Joe Biden. The whole song was like basically like you're making me vote for Joe Biden, and like I think that was the mentality of a lot of people vote for him. It was like. A party affiliation. Well, I, I really want it. Um, <clears throat> if anything, I was liking what uh, Bernie Sanders had had going on. Yeah, yeah. Or even Andrew Yang. I'm like a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I think I I don't I don't agree with you, Bi. 
But I do think uh, Angie Yang had a lot of good ideas. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a way better candidate than anyone we saw this last election cycle. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm not too political. The most that I would hear is from listening to podcasts, really, you know. So I don't really ha- like have a my own opinion built, just really like from what I sure. heard. Like, but you know, I'm like it's not all. Ac- especially when you just listen to people talk like me and you, it's not all completely like accurate answers. Well, like, sure, sure, but I mean, you know, it's it's still a discussion. I think I think the any you know any person, despite their qualifications or knowledge, like has a right to be able to talk about that yeah. kind of stuff. You know. Um, but yeah, so well, I wasn't like sitting here like looking up policies or anything. Really, just like the main <laughs> main talking points. Sure, about this, sure. Like, like, yeah, give me a thousand dollars, Andrew Yang. I I don't know what it's going to do with inflation or anything, but you know. Well, hey, I'll say this: if you're a fan of UBI, uh, vote for Rick Stewart, Libertarian candidate. He wants to give everybody in Iowa thirteen thousand dollars. Who? Rick Stewart. He's the Libertarian candidate. You, if you're in on, Iowa, in Iowa, yeah. If you're going in to vote for governor or whatever office, look for that L. And if you vote for that L, Libertarian, Rick Stewart will give you thirteen thousand dollars. And who's who's paying for this? Um, the government. Ba- basically, our our tax money. That that's his idea. Oh, so I'm pay- I'm paying for this. See, I I, <laughs> I do not agree with UBI. But this is this is what he I'm I'm saying that if you like the idea of a thousand dollars, that's that's a guy to. Uh, so I'm paying for myself to get a thousand dollars. Essentially, for see, thirteen thousand dollars. See, like I said, I I do not agree with UBI or like any government just cut, funded. Just cut back my taxes and we we'll be all right. See, and that's the thing. So everything with like you know what happened with the pandemic and like these stimulus checks, like the best stimulus check would have been no taxes that year. Hey, we want to. Do we want to really help people out through these economic strifes with you know this thing going on? Like, you don't have to pay taxes this year. That would have helped tremendously. But I mean, they did this like, you know, fish like you know just you know hook line sinker, just like oh here's a little bit and you're gonna pay five times the amount over (laughs) for the course of your life. Anyways, <laughs> this is the McAllister Hours podcast. The the political hours with <laughs> with Lokobuki. Lokobuki. We we go off the rails, man. We we do <laughs> we do different little things here. Um fuck man. Uh do, what what do, are you like collaborating with other artists? You you said you recorded doozy. Like are the, is there any other people that you're <clears throat> working with in your line of like producing or, you know, recording <clears throat> people or anything like that? Uh, I've recorded like MG Mosky, Hondro Bands. I'm pretty mm. sure he's, he's been on here. Yeah, I'm familiar with Hondro Bands. Um, <laughs> but just to like for collaboration wise, uh, right now I've been talking to Vante. I'm pretty sure he just goes by Vante. That's like his rap name, but that's also his yep, name. I'm, I'm also familiar with him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ashy Meat. I'm all like, I'm kind of really always working with Ashy Meat. Yeah. For like, essentially, since I started music, just can you make really good music? Even when I started, and I was like, okay. And he's also like extremely supportive. And then we like just started talking, like also just like like as a actual like a friend. Um, freaking, there's so many. Uh, Drag Shakur, this nigga. 
Diego. That's like the, that's the same Diego. <laughs> um, I try. Well, recently I feel like I've been lacking on lacking on reaching out to people just because of things that were going on. Sure, sure. And, yeah. Um, but now that that situation's over, I'm really trying to sure yeah. get back in like get back in tune to what i had going on <laughs> yeah it's hard to it's hard to frame your mind around like uh doing your you know doing your thing when you got shit going on like i for me personally like i've had work has been blown up and <clears throat> you know other personal stuff and like that's that impact on the podcast you know me putting out clips me you know, putting out episodes like when you're in these beginning stages i do like find that it's i feel like it's harder than someone who like gets a paycheck for it yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you get paid for it, it's like, that, that's work. But, like, if you're doing this plus another job, plus all this other shit, like, I, it, it impresses me the people who are, you know, like you, me, or, like, Lolo or Dirt Lord or anyone who's, like, consistently doing things uh, despite, you know, what we do in our regular lives. So, that's the grind, man, for sure. Hell yeah. Like, I like, I really do like <clears throat> recording people and being an engineer just because of it's pretty fun time, but also I get to network or I get to learn like an artist style or their recording process. And then I also get, I get paid, <laughs> but then also being an artist, like just myself and recording myself and editing everything. It also, that is, it's like a lot of work. Yeah. 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 Which when I'm doing it for myself, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> like the, like my music has, has made money. But it's, I'm not I'm not living off my personal music. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't think very many people are. Like, to be honest, like <clears throat> even a lot of people we listed, like you know, they and there are people that have come through on the podcast, and I know that that do that. But it is it is very very hard. You have to be constantly ahead of the game, and it's 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 less competitive, but it's also more competitive in a way because like the algorithm is so quick and so. It changes all the time. I'm trying to f- get my, my fucking TikTok growing. Yeah, man. That's, that's really the game I've like been That's too. really where it's at. It really is. Right now, especially like... <clears throat> I'm on Facebook so much. Like, I feel like way too much random posts to really really just local people, you know? Or like friend groups. But I, I feel like really... Your friends are your friends. are not really your... Sub- supporters you know or like your fans but it's like at the same time since they are your friends you kind of like want them to support you mm-hmm. but it's like just sharing there constantly doesn't really do too much for you so I, i've been trying to build up my tiktok but i've been slacking lately just because yeah some yeah. situations that were going on yeah exactly. but now that that's like all tied up i'm like you know i really gotta actually just focus on getting my shit like continuous like yeah, have a cons- yeah. ha- consistency. I mean, and like actually putting content out there. Cause how like I'm not gonna grow if I'm not even making content. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean that's that's the grind. You know, you have to constantly be doing it. <clears throat> um, do you? Is there anything that like has you found that's like worked for you on TikTok? Like anything <clears throat> that like does better? <sighs> like I I I mean I guess I haven't even really seen your TikTok. Like what kind of stuff do you do? Like music stuff or mix or I st- I started out just making random funny quote unquote funny because funny's kind of like subjective 
Yeah. Know? Anything's, yeah, anything can but be But I was funny, make, yeah. trying to make funny TikToks. Wasn't really getting too much success from that. And then I just started making these, like, like producer-type memes where it's, like, this is what happens in the studio. With, or POV memes, but, like, mm. in the studio, like, POV, this this happens with this artist. And then, you know, the sound kind of, re- like, ties everything together. Yeah, and yeah, the visual. Yeah. So do you, like, you try to stay on the trends? You, do you ride with all that? Like with kinda... the with really like with the sounds, but I try to keep okay. it like with music. But I notice like sometimes it doesn't really help like anything. And then other videos I'll do good. It's pretty random. Like I'm not I'm not trying to be like one of those people that's like you got to do this for the algorithm, blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. But at good. the same time, it's like <clears throat> you see these pages where they are like following the systems that people say you have to do, and it's working. Was like, is it working because they're following an algorithm, or they're just making great content? Mm. And like, is I don't know. I, maybe it's like a self doubt thing. Like, is my content subpar? Yeah, yeah. I think that definitely plays a factor. I mean, I think, I think, ultimately, people appreciate genuine people and genuine content mm-hmm. overall. Like, I, I think, like, I, I, you know, even it might not be like as quick of a rise but i think if you are geared towards that like it'll pay off eventually like i i have never made like a trend video i just i exclusively take <clears throat> you know clips from here and i put them on tiktok and like i haven't you know i have about like 700 followers like i'm not like at a crazy point or anything yeah, but the either. the rise has been like you know the rise has been uh you know quick and like i you know i think I think with anyone that has really made it, that's always been like the key thing is like they're genuine to themselves. And then when you see people like become, you know, disingenuous, even if they have like a quick rise from that, like you see the same thing, like eventually over time, they just deteriorate. I mean, I've tried to stay in like for TikTok, at least I've tried to stay in a music niche, but some like I made a, a video of about Robin Hood, like the app. For investing, oh, and this is before yeah. all like the little Robin Hood stuff happened. Like uh, with what was it uh, like GameStop? Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. that happened, that was awesome. But this was like a month not, before. Not what Robin Hood did, but the rest. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't awesome. <laughs> this was like a month before, and I was just like, because I like do stocks. I was just opening a stock, like a free thing from because I invited somebody, and I got like an Apple stock, and then the Robin Hood shit happened, and then I got like. I think like a hundred thousand views and like fifteen thousand likes, and then like I also made a another random video because I do landscaping and I was on mm. a lawnmower, and I just got off the lawnmower and there's like someone's weave, like some woman's weave just on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I just kick it out the way, and somehow I got like forty thousand views and like like ten thousand likes. I was like, what? Why isn't the music doing this? So it's like I I don't know if I should stand in each, but I don't, at the same time I like. You know, I'm not trying to just make random videos, but I feel like also with like what you said about just being genuine, mm-hmm. like people connect with that, and it makes them like maybe like feel like more connected to you. So I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't really have a TikTok method. I'm just yeah, just, just trying. So like when you're in that situation where like you're mowing and you see the weave and you just like <clears throat> like. Do you just, like, pull out your phone and record it? Like, is it just, like, an impulse thing for you? Like, I'm honestly trying... I'm genuinely trying oh, to understand. It, oh, it's more like... Like, do you use Snapchat? 
I mean, not. I mean, I've been on Snapchat plenty. Yeah. You you use Facebook or Instagram stories? Sure. But sometimes it, so, just to capture like a random moment. So, okay. So it, what you're saying is like it's that same kind of thing, but yeah. it's just on a public platform. But I'm just like, huh. Actually, let me TikTok this instead. Okay. 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 And then, but then other times I'll go and like, like I'm trying to make a TikTok, but it almost seems like when I'm just using it like it's like Snapchat. That's when it does better. But mm, then when I like try to like I'm making a TikTok, then it doesn't really. Hmm. I don't know if it's like the appeal or like the genuine genuality or anything like that. But you know, like I've seen like when I just use like Snapchat, kind of. Kind okay. of, I get better views. Like I, ha- I've only had two videos that I would say went like did good numbers or went like, baby, not even viral, but just like, like they got like, fifty, sixty thousand views. I think one of them got like two hundred thousand views. Them. So I was like, and like if you go on my TikTok right now, I think I have like fifty thousand likes. Like you know how it shows a little. Yeah, time. yeah. We comparing stats, bro? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Show me up on my own podcast. Who the fuck you think you are? No, I'm kidding. I mean, and that, that is kind of like a that's kind of a thing I have to deal with. Like being a podcaster, is I feel like that content's just naturally not going to do that well in like a environment that's like quick scrolls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that's kind of the weird thing about podcasting. It's a niche. But I think it can, because I see, like, on my... It depends on the clip, I guess, and the content. Yeah. Because on my timeline all the time, there's, like, people talking just like this. But it might maybe be how they edit or something. Yeah, I think that's what I do with it. I really don't know. But I'll be watching some stuff. This is also a very non-conventional show. Like, we talk about, like, 9-11 demolitions and, like, (laughs) (laughs) shit like that. So that might have a a role in it, too. do Do you use, like, Spreaker? Spreak or what? What is that? So, like, get your podcast on, like, the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. Oh, yeah. I have a I have a third-party app that, like, I have, like, an RSS feed that, like, I put. It's, it's I think it's on everything, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, and, and YouTube, obviously. That's what we're, <laughs> that's what we're doing live right now. Um, but, yeah, man, I, uh, the podcast game is interesting, for sure. It's, like, it's a, it's a weird platform where it can put a lot of it can give you a big jump but like at a base level it doesn't really do a lot like i haven't made really like any money doing this <laughs> like a lot of this investment <clears throat> like both in the tech and like the look and everything the logo like that's all coming up you know out of pocket like very there's relatively been very little that's come from profit <clears throat> so um it is really about like just putting shit out there consistency consistency exactly that's the key how'd you get the sponsors (laughs) um those are you know per you know i i don't discuss no i'm kidding i don't know uh no i mean no no they're personal friends you know they've been on the show and they're um they have up and coming you know upcoming they they have their own companies that they have and we've just come to agreement that it's kind of a you know back scratching kind of deal like, you know, we're, cause it's Iowa, you know, it's Iowa, it's the Midwest. We're all still kind of coming up. And, you know, I think I, I'm a true believer that like the <clears throat> business relationship is what's key. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I had a guy, I was at, I was at the doozy bash. <laughs> I like talked to this guy outside for like an hour and he was like trying to get me to like do this thing where I was like, 
contracted with him forever and then if like if it wasn't forever it was like 10 years but i had to pay him fifty thousand dollars at the end of the year i'm like what to like have all of your guys on my show like nah man what he's the- like you'll get views so i'm like yeah views don't make me money bro <laughs> Fifty thousand dollars? What the what? fuck? <laughs> can you, can you not monetize on YouTube? Uh you have to get to a certain point. Because I I can monetize, but also I've been with YouTube partners since like two thousand six or like seven um, or like, like basically when they like first started. It. But it's just because I was making like since since I had jailbroken my iPhone, <laughs> I <I'd, laughs> I I figured like there was ways you could screen record your phone. Yeah, so I would yeah. just be playing Minecraft, like doing like gaming <laughs> gameplay Minecraft on my phone. It might have actually been like 2009 or 10. I might be jumping too far back, but I've been partnered for a while, so I can monitor. Like I only have I think like 237 subscribers, but it's and like I think like 10,000 views. So it's like now I technically couldn't get in the YouTube Partner Program. I don't even know how it works. I haven't up, even uploaded a video in like a year. Yeah. So I think to get monetized, you have to have either a thousand subscribers or some other condition has to apply. Because I've had a Google AdSense account since I knew what a Google AdSense account was. <laughs> a Google what? Access account? AdSense. Oh, AdSense. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And they, well, and that's a big problem, I feel like, with the podcast is like, it's, it's a lot of just me. So I got you know mm-hmm. i need to hire someone for like minimum wage to fucking <laughs> fucking come to this shit <laughs> no not really um fuck we've been we've been going for about an hour and a half i think it's a good place to wrap up um we got do you have anything else you wanted to bring up mention before we wrap up here um oh, i don't like saying um powder by loco buki which one of these cameras is live? This one. Oh, uh, that that's the live one. Yep. Powder by Lokabuki or Powder uh, coming out real soon. I don't really have a day yet. I'm trying to get a video out. You know, I'm gonna solidify right now. Next week, Powder's coming out. What's today? Sixth of July. Next week on Friday, Powder's coming out. And I'm getting a video. <laughs> I just gotta lock it in because I've been I've been the last like two weeks, like I have so much music, but this is a song I'm hype about. Next week, Friday, dropping that. August 26th, the first headline show. <clears throat> Next week on July 16th, uh, Iowa Hip Hop Showcase one year event is happening. I would definitely be there mm-hmm. checking that out. I'll be there all night listening to some great performances. Um, but besides that, no, I, I don't have anything else. Okay, I'll probably be at that. I'm, I'm guessing. July 16th, next week on... Wait, that's the one-year anniversary, July 16th? Yeah. What? Yeah. God damn, it's right around the corner. Shit. I believe it's a f- Friday, I want to say. It might actually be Saturday. But I'll definitely be there to support some great local talent. And also, there's some people coming from out of state. Oh, fuck yeah. That's tight. This is about to be really cool. I know there's about to be Rare Doozy, Little Yo, Playboy Parade, some other great artists there. I just can't remember off the top of my head right now. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. All right. Well, shit. It's been a pleasure having you, man. Loco. Thanks for having me. Loco Bushi? No. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Waka Buki. Um, guys, if you haven't yet, go subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, we're doing extra content there. Uh, you go know, fucking subscribe. Go fucking subscribe, you cunts. It's a fucking recession, bitch. Go pay the dollar. Go pay the four dollars. Get the pay. extra shit. Right no, I'm now. kidding. I, <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I'm not kidding. Go subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> right. Like, please do that. But I, I love you all. I love the people who tune in, watch all this. Um, stay tuned. We'll be here Saturday with Hood Melodies and someone else. Uh, so yeah, that'll be a good live show at 7 p.m. per usual. All right, everybody. Peace. Have and a good big one. thank you to McAllister Hour. For having your boy Loco Buki on the show. Hopefully y'all see me again in a new form. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love to have you back on man. We had a good good convo. I'll definitely hit you up if we uh yeah, we can make that happen. Alright. Peace everybody. Have a good one.